Welcome to NARPM Radio, your source for property management practices and ideas to help your career, delivered to fit your busy schedule. NARPM Radio, get tuned in. Welcome to NARPM Radio. We're here today with nationally recognized real estate safety expert, Tracy the Safety Lady Hawkins. And she's here to talk with us today about safety and property management and how our members and others can be using her tips and suggestions and things that she knows about in her world to keep their, their lives, their properties, their businesses safe. So Tracy, welcome. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm so happy to be here. So Tracy, you mentioned what you call CIPTED, which is obviously an acronym, CPTED for the Crime Prevention Through Environmental Design Group or or approach, I suppose, is a better word for it. Can you explain a little bit about what the CPTED principles relate to? Sure. The whole concept is using the environment to prevent crime. That includes lighting. A lot of people don't think about it, but what I say is that criminals are cowards. Criminals don't want to be seen. So whenever you can increase the witness potential, you're ahead of the game. And SEPTED helps utilize concepts to do that. For example, they talk about lighting. So if you have lights on at night, then criminals know that they can be detected. So if you have a dark property, you're more likely to be victimized. If you have a property that's well lit, you you reduce the opportunity to be victimized. And we also talk about making sure that the, that the landscaping is cut back and think what's the big deal, overgrown shrubbery, it's just not aesthetically pleasing. But the point is that it is a hiding place once again, for the coward criminal. So if you have an overgrown property, first and foremost, it looks abandoned. So they're thinking, you know, I can have at it and it offers a hiding place. So when it's cut back and well-maintained, they know that it's occupied. So it's not an abandoned property. So they're less likely to victimize it. And everything is visible. You can see everything from the street. It talks about making sure that the property looks like it belongs to someone. So that again is when you give the impression that it's occupied and that it's not going to be easy. If you decide to burglarize here, there are going to be eyes on you. There are people here and the design makes it not easy to do. So there, there's so many different principles and it's so basic because it's something that's already there. And one of the things that Greg is trying to implement is having that already built into properties. So instead of having to convert properties to septed principles, when you start building, that, that's the big, the next big thing is to build those principles directly into the property. That's great. The, there's definitely um, some good points there that our property managers can use. Um, how would you suggest they learn more about the crime prevention through environmental design process? How, what's the best way to learn about how to, how to use that? To get the, the, the big picture and the basic concepts, he's going to be talking about that. He's got half an hour to cover as much of that as, as much of that as he can. And going forward, I plan to work with him. So I'm going to dedicate programs, specific programs to full topics. This program that I'm working on now is going to have a little bit of everything, uh, the main items, but I'm going to go deep. So in the future, I'm going to plan, for example, a whole program on septet principles and another whole program on the crime-free principles. So the whole goal is to introduce the concepts now so that 
property managers of all sizes from the mom and pops. It could be a couple. It could be a, a medium-sized company. It could be a large company. But the whole point is my job is to bring that education and training to all property managers of all sizes. So if, if you were to say you're well known around the country as being a nationally recognized expert in safety, what what one thing would you tell property managers to to help them be more aware, to help them uh, know more about safety? The number one thing is instinct. I, I conduct safety training for real estate agents and I do general safety training. So I'm going to regular companies, talking to regular people just about personal safety, safety at home and safety on the road and the real estate agents and the property management instinct. We have a built-in survival mechanism that is hardly ever wrong. We're born with it. It's called gut intuition, sixth sense, fight or flight, whatever you want to call it. That's your number one safety tool and you're born with it. So the, the key is listening to it. And so often in the interest of being polite, we don't want to hurt someone's feelings. We ignore it. So we've got that funny feeling in the pit of our stomach, the hair standing up on our arms, our heart's beating fast. Our body is warning us we are in danger. We're in a dangerous situation, but we choose to ignore it either because we're anxious to earn a commission or to not hurt someone's feelings. Listen to your bodies. They're hardly ever wrong. So that's number one. And we can prevent 100% of crimes if we trust that voice, listen to it and trust it. Number two, technology, technology, technology. And even more so during the lockdown, it's come to the forefront. There are so many technology options out there that could keep us safe. From screening, there's a way to do background checks on your phone just by typing in a phone number. There are safety apps, and there's one that I love where if you are you feel that you're in danger, you push the button and you have a live person looking at you, talking to you, saying, are you okay? That increases witness potential. So if someone's there and they mean you harm, they see that you're talking to someone and that, that someone's looking at them and they know your location. There are online resources that you can just simply look people up and get information. And there's no excuse not to embrace technology. And then now virtual meetings and virtual showings, that's a thing. And there, there's no reason to not work in the safe manner utilizing technology. But Lisa, you've got to know about it. So my goal is to bring someone who's living and working in it on a daily basis, the technology part, every day to talk about it. There are so many tools out there that people can use today to be safer in their personal and professional lives. That's that's very true. So I'm sure you've got some examples of some of the, the ones that you like best. What's your favorite technology tool for safety? Typically in this business, so many people want to get their safety apps to me. That's the big deal. You know, Tracy, will you tell agents about my safety app? And it's like, that's a no-go. I've got to do my homework and it's got to have two criteria. Number one, it has to have a GPS function feature and it has to have a live video feature. And so I found an app. I found them, they didn't find me and it's called Agent SafeWalk. And that's the one I was talking about where they, they say, Tracy, what do you think about this? You know, after we started talking and it's like, I like it, but I don't like this. This is not realistic. So they listened to me. So I partnered with them and I just, I'd love the fact that it's the only one out there that has a live video that you can introduce someone to your safety partner right there on your phone and all of a sudden you're not alone. So that's the one that I'm really working on getting the word out about. So I, I stress proactive safety 
And I know that a lot of times in this business, people don't want to hear the message of safety until something horrible has happened. And we know that this summer in Seattle, a property manager and a service manager went to evict someone and the service manager was killed, stabbed, and the property manager was stabbed but survived. We know January of last year, David Stokoe, another property manager, went to evict someone and he was killed by the couple on site. So it takes news stories like that in order to uh, get the industry's attention. My job is let's not wait until the news stories. Let's be proactive. Let's learn how to prevent these crimes by implementing safe work practices upfront. So my mission in life, Lisa, you know, lessons learned from real life stories. You know, there are so many things that we could talk about when it when you're when you're talking about safety for our members. It you know, just to you know, touch on another subject area. I understand there's a number of frauds and scams going around now that affect property managers and owners. What's the what's the most prevalent one right now? You know, I actually did an interview with the Boston Globe as well as Inman about, you know, property management scams. Number one is this, and it, it was even happening before the pandemic, before we went virtual, is the self-showings, the whole self-showing industry. And again, before the pandemic, it was gaining traction. And during the pandemic, it's everywhere. Everyone's doing it now. It's great. So the problem with self-showings is that you are getting someone who says, I want to see a property. So with either self, whatever self-showing company you use, you get a code and then you give that prospective tenant the code. They go look at the property and then they report back to you whether or not they like it. The problem comes in if that maybe prospective tenant as a criminal. So they get the code and then everyone is familiar with the Craigslist scams, you know, hey, rent this property out, whether they own it or not, they rent, they want to rent the property and collect the funds, the deposit. So this takes it to a whole level. So criminals are working virtually. They're giving the codes out saying, go look at this property. And then once they're inside, you know, the person's thinking, oh, they must be legitimate. I'm inside, you know, they got me inside. And then they will say something like, leave your deposit on the countertop or fill out the application It's right there inside. And so the maybe will be prospective tenant, they may leave the deposit right there inside of the property and they leave an application. So here's what happens. The people who scammed you, it's a Craigslist scam going viral, virtual. So they never see their money again. And a double crime is now they have your information. You filled out an application. They have your social security number, they have your address and they have your birth date. Now you can be the victim of a, an identity theft so they can get you two ways. So that's another scam that's, that, that's being shown in the property management industry that education can combat. That's amazing, isn't it? There's so many things out there to be aware of. I guess if you were to tell our members one thing, you know, what what should they be most aware of right now in our, I guess, in our COVID world and, and uh, the new dynamics that are out there in, in today's market? What What would you tell them? I, I know that everyone has COVID processes in place by now. So I usually don't spend a lot of time on that. But what I do say is that the COVID bought the criminals out. So criminals operate in crisis situation because we don't know what to do. If we're not knowledgeable, we're thinking we have to do certain things and we don't know what we're doing. But criminals, they sit down at their computers and they're working from home too. And they took over so many domains, covid.com, pandemic.com. So they took over domain names and they're setting up websites. So all of us trying to do the right thing, keeping our people safe. We're going to these websites and we're thinking we're doing the right thing. And it's a criminal behind it. So I say, Beware of criminals who come out in crisis. 
And the COVID crisis has bought so many out, like the self-showing fraud that I talked about. And criminals, they're ruthless. They don't care. So we need to be alert and aware of them and what they can do to us and that they are willing to take advantage of us. So that, that's probably the number one thing is to don't trust everyone. And a lot of times we have in our minds, you know, we have to watch out for the bad guy. The bad guy could be a, it could be a company. It could be a couple. It could be an individual person. But the key, Lisa, truly is education because you don't know what you don't know. So once you get the education, you know what to look for, and then you won't be a victim of those crimes. So that's why I am so passionate about what I do. Learn what's out there, learn the, the crimes that are happening, and learn ways to work safely, even from your property, something as simple as don't collect cash in the office to make you a target. So you can put up signage and on all of your correspondence. Remember, we don't have cash in the office, on the invoices, on the door no cash. Use keyless entry. So that way, if your tenant moves out, you don't have to worry about them coming back sabotaging. You can use keyless entry, immediately change the code. And a lot of these concepts are in the article that I wrote for your magazine earlier this year, where I got to actually interview property managers who are working in a safe manner, including Kelly, by the way. And she gave great tips on ways to evict in a safe manner. And bottom line is, don't evict alone. Get your team together. Have your team in place from law enforcement officials, your move out team. Have a plan in place and nothing willy nilly. How is that about? How about that for a concept? Don't do anything willy nilly. Have safe work practices in place and actually follow them each time. The one time you say, well, just this one time, we're going to do things a little differently. That's when you have trouble. So have your standard practices in place and make sure everyone knows that you are safety oriented. Lead with safety. You're exactly right. And and once this crisis passes, there will certainly be another. So getting these principles in place now and or or improving them if you've already got some safety principles in place, then is is definitely critical to do at this time. You're exactly right. Well, Tracy, anything else that you'd like our members to know? I can't think of anything else other than education, education, education. And I liked it, Norpum. Um, when I first learned about you all, I looked at your website and I was astounded at the level of education that you offer. I was impressed with that. And so I think members need to be um, aware that you all are doing an excellent job providing education for them. So there's no excuses, you know, to not know how to do this job, not only successfully, but safely. So I, I really appreciate that you focus on education. I'm happy to be a part of it, writing the article, and then partnering with a NORPA member here. And I've actually, Lisa, gotten a few other NORPA members across the country who said, hey, come work with us. And I've had the opportunity to do so. I've got some on the calendar. So this is what I do. This is all that I do. So anything that I can do to help uh, provide safety education for the property management community uh, from writing articles, taping safety tip videos, I'm all in. Well, thank you, Tracy. We'd love to talk with you again on NARPA Radio, and I'm sure that we'll We'll do that down the road. In the meantime, thank you again for joining us today. Tracy Hawkins, who's known as the safety lady around the country. We are, we're delighted to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for listening to NARPM Radio. For more details on today's subject, refer to the show notes or visit narpum.org slash radio. And we'll see you next time on NARPM Radio.